feeling frisky. Chilling with a bunch of white chicks. Dixie, Team Red Cup is going down like a free fall. Shot, shot to the homie Toby Keith, dog. Welcome back to Red Cup Special. We are here tonight with our special guest, and it's Deja Fawcett. Is that right? Yep, that's right. So, Deja, tell us a little bit about who you are. Um, well, like you said, my name is Deja Fawcett. Um, I'm 27. I'm from Burlington, North Carolina, so familiar place. Um, shit, what else y'all want to know? Like, I mean... What do you do? How are you even on here? Uh, well, they brought me on here to talk about real estate. I'm a real estate agent, um, mostly in Greensboro, but any of the triad area. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. Y'all asked me some questions. So how did you get into real estate? Um, so I was actually a teacher, and I was sitting in the classroom one day, and I was like, this, this is not it. Like, these kids is bad. I don't get paid enough. Mm -hmm. So I started working on getting my real estate license. Um, it took me two tries to get that thing, but I finally got it. So. What was your teacher at? McNair Elementary in, in Greensboro. Wait, it was like, like third grade, second grade? First grade. So first year was first grade, second year was third grade. So you left that because you weren't making enough money or just the kids, the environment? I don't know, like, the community was, like, the school, like, a low-income school and shit? Okay. It was. It was a Title um, Title IX school, so that's your low-income, government-assistant-type families and stuff like that. Um, but it wasn't necessarily the students or the teachers or anything like that. It was really like I just felt something in myself. Like I wanted more than what I was doing at the time. Not that my work at the time wasn't important, um, but I just felt like I wanted more for myself than what I was getting out of teaching. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that really pushed me to kind of get into real estate. Also, I was thinking about my family because I have younger sisters. So as far as my sisters, I wanted them to um, kind of see me doing my own thing, but also kind of like a backup plan for them. Like if they ever get into a situation where they need to work with somebody or, you know, need to make some money, they can always come work for their sister. That's, it's just different to say, you know, it's not often that you hear somebody say they wanted to be more fulfilling, you know, find something more fulfilling when you when you started off as a teacher. You know what I'm saying? Because for a lot of people, being a teacher is the fulfilling part, right? Yeah. But at, but in this situation, if obviously if if your heart is not into it, you know what I'm saying? It's probably best to find something else where your heart is into it, and and you know what I mean. It is what it is. Um, I think. Kind of in response to that, one of the main things that I've kind of gotten out of real estate is, although I am not in the classroom doing, like, as a teacher, I'm still able to use my time to do what I want to do mm -hmm. and still make an impact. Right. So, like, for example, this past summer, um, I did the back-to-school like back to school bash mm -hmm. and I got the Kona the ice cone truck uh, in Greensboro to come sponsor AT&T mm -hmm. to come sponsor um, over 300 people that came got food school supplies all that kind of stuff so I still am able to you know reach that community mm -hmm. and still put my hands there it's just I'm doing it in a way that benefits me more too mm -hmm. I can get something out of it as well as give back and put you know pour into the community you think it's something you ever go back into not the way that it's set up now. 
Okay. Um, not the way that it's set up now. Um, I mean, you never know where you're going to be 10 years from now. So I can't mm-hmm. say never, but not the way that it's set up now. I wouldn't. I have too much flexibility with my time, and I'm able to do too much. Because so. 10 years ago, you wouldn't have thought you was going to be a, in real estate. No, I always knew that I wanted to like have my own business. I always mm-hmm. knew that. But I never thought that it would be in real estate. Right. Okay. So you left for the money or? Um, no, I can't say that I left for the money because in the beginning, you don't make no money. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't get that twisted. In the beginning of real estate, most people don't make money unless you join a team or you know somebody that's already like high up in the real estate game. Mm-hmm. So you still got to put the work in to kind of like build up and get to where you want to be. It ain't like... Oh, I just quit teaching and I started making hella money doing real estate. So, do you go off of referrals or how do you go about about getting to the bag? That's one thing that I really, really like about real estate is there's so many ways to get to the bag. It's not a here's the recipe you got to do step A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. No, you can do whatever you want to do. If you want to be a buyer's agent and only work with people that's looking to buy homes, you can do that. If you only want to work with people that's looking to sell houses, you can do that. Property management, rentals, Airbnbs, wholesale, fix and flips. So Which many. one you into? Or are you into everything? No, I'm not into everything. I'm not ready for everything yet. Um, I'm mostly a buyer agent. I like helping buyers, especially like the first time home buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also kind of like me pouring back into the community mm-hmm. because a lot of time those first time home buyers are your ones that need the credit repair or, you know, don't have enough money for the down payment. So it's still kind of like pouring into and, you know, kind of getting creative with financing and finding ways to help them really achieve that goal. So I definitely do buyers. Um, I've been getting a lot of rentals here lately, working with people, helping them find rental properties Mm -hmm. or either apartments that they want to move into. Um, The market has been real crazy with that lately. That was going to be another question. If you're going to rent an apartment they can still contact you they can still contact me um it's totally different so if you come to me as a buyer's agent and you're wanting to purchase a home like i usually don't charge a retainer fee for that Mm -hmm. because i'm gonna get paid on the back end for my commission Mm -hmm. if you come to me and you need help with a rental then there's usually a retainer fee and that's why a lot of people don't want to use real estate agents for rentals because they don't like paying those upfront fees Mm -hmm. for the service but the rental service is different from a buyer because a buyer, I'm guaranteed, you know, that I'm going to get paid on the back end versus the rentals. A lot of times people want you to do a whole lot of looking, searching, this, that, and the third, and they don't really want to compensate you for your work. The only difference when if, if a person is renting that, look at the rent, is that they're asking you to do the work that they can do themselves. Pretty much. I mean, if you're looking for a rental, I have access to maybe more um, – I have access to a little bit more than you might be able to have just searching the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's nothing that I'm doing that's special that you couldn't do yourself. Excuse me, but most people don't want to take the time to find the private owners or find the private landlords. Or maybe right. they don't know how to, right. you know, how to find them. So right. that's kind of where the service comes into play for the rentals. That's That's, that's pretty dope. I'm being so serious um, though. Where, where, the, where? The... Um, I'm looking at this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that's George Jefferson. I'm like all so, the jokes. This um, 
So, <laughs> no, so, I was gonna ask why did she go to from teaching to selling drugs? <laughs> hey, drug dudes come off the quickest, right? Yeah, yeah. And it, you can still use your drug money to do good shit in a good community, what? right? See, man, like that's a Frank, that's that Frank see, Lucas hey, buy state idea. Look. So you did, you did want to give back, but take from the community too. No, I'm not taking because either way, I'm giving back because somebody like you or your mom or somebody but, you know, anybody, y'all need help. You don't know how to get into good real estate deals, and that's why. That is the myth around, like, being a homeowner. A lot of times, any bad energy that comes from being a homeowner is because you had a bad purchase experience because you didn't have somebody there telling you, like, no, you're going to be upside down in this deal. Don't do this. Or, you know, this is a good deal. Go ahead and make that move. It's hard. It's hard, especially if you will be a first-time home buyer. And let's say I come to you and I was looking for a home. It would be very hard for me to trust that you when you – trust you when you say, hey, this is a good deal. Because as a first-time homebuyer, I wouldn't know what a good deal is. Mm -hmm. And how would I know that you're not saying that just just to get your commission? Because that's where you're getting it from, too. Mm -hmm. But on the other end, I'm sure I'm sure giving somebody the keys to their house for the first time is also fulfilling. Just a, a rewarding feeling as yourself. You know what I'm saying? For yourself. Which one is, is, is yeah, which one is good? You're going to turn down the, the money or just put them in the house? Which which one would you? So it depends. I'm very like transparent with my clients, and I try to tell them even with people with rentals, um, like I'm not gonna try to set you up in a house that I wouldn't say that I would live in myself. So like when I make my list of showings that we gonna go do, if I see something on there that I wouldn't want to live in, I'm not gonna send it to you. Mm-hmm. Now I've had several times where it'll be something that I've seen on there that I didn't send to a client because I didn't think it was fit for me. And the client will find it somewhere else online and send it to me. So I've definitely had situations where would I live in this house? Would I buy this house? No. But if this is what you hell been on getting and I didn't gave you all the facts and the lender didn't told you everything you need to know, the inspection was good, the appraisal was good, I'm not going to stop you from buying what you want. Right. But I am going to do my due diligence to let you know, like, if you do it this way, this is going to be the result or this is going to be the consequence. And then it's up to you to make that decision. Um, But I also think it's good to shop realtors because the way I do my real estate business might not mesh with the way that you do your business. So Mm -hmm. if our personalities don't vibe, then, yeah, I'm not going to be a good fit for you because the way I run my business, I'm not going to change it. Because Mm -hmm. if I change for every client then I'm always going to be changing my business. You know what I'm saying? So I think stand on what you believe, and if it works out for you and the client, it works out. What's what's that even mean? Like, you're not going to change the way you do business. So for me, what does that mean? Like, if I'm looking to buy a house, like, how are you doing business that would be different than how – another person down the street would be doing a bit doing their real estate it could be totally different like that's the thing about real estate and that's the thing that i was telling you like his business might be wholesale investors Mm -hmm. that might be all that he do i might be listing agents where all i do is sell houses Mm -hmm. if you want to sell your house you're not gonna go to him right you're gonna come to me i mean but if i wanted to buy i'm first time home buyer you deal with you deal with first time home buyers 
What's the difference between the way you do yours? Or you know what? Let's change that up. As a young black woman, mm-hmm. you doing you? How is your the way you sell a house be different? Or have people told you it's been different for their experiences when they deal with you than when they deal with somebody else? Is is it easier for you to to understand and relate to a, a young people or black people or or what? Just you know what I'm saying. Just kind of give me a broad understanding. Okay, I feel like you asked me a lot of things. I did. I did. I, <laughs> I asked you a lot. Where to that, tackle it from. Just take whatever you want out All of right, that and so, answer that question. Um. So with my business, like I said, I try to be as transparent as possible. So if I'm just telling you the truth, like if your credit is bad, we're going to say your credit is bad, but I'm going to find somebody, you know, that can help you fix it or they mm-hmm. can point you in the right direction. So you will find the, you will find the credit, uh, credit repair person for the, the uh, client. Well, okay. So I have a few lenders that I already work with. So mm-hmm. say you want to sign up to buy a house. If you don't have a bank or somebody that you prefer that you want to work with, mm-hmm. I already have some lenders that I have an established relationship with. Okay. Those lenders are going to do what they need to do to help you get to the finish line. So if they need to work with you for six months to help you get your credit to where it needs to be, they're going to tell you you need to pay off X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and then we can do you know, A, B, and C, or, you know, they're going to tell you exactly what you need to do to guide you through. And I really appreciate that as a realtor because not every person that I get is going to be ready to buy tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean a year from now you can't be a homeowner. It just right. might not happen, you right. know, right when you want it to. So that's the thing that I, I feel like I bring to the table and that I really appreciate about the lenders that I work with. And as a realtor, I feel like you need to bring some of those things to the table. You don't want to have a client that you're my realtor, but you don't know any lenders. Mm-hmm. So I'm basically still doing all the work myself. What do I need you for? That's what I was thinking. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if you got those connections and things that already lined up to where you come to me, you're a first-time home buyer. Okay, I got lenders that work with first-time home buyers. I got lenders that con- that are connected with the first-time home buyer assistance or down payment assistance program. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you have those pl- things in place, it's a lot easier. So you already got. So if somebody, so comes you to had you, to build that up. Yeah, you definitely have to build it. You definitely have to build it, and that's why I say when I ain't leave teaching to start making because it takes you right. some time if you don't know nobody it takes a minute to start so you struggle for a long time yeah. getting those relationships together i don't say a long time because i'm still in my um like the end of my first year so i'm not gonna say i struggle for a long time mm-hmm. but it's not you quit your job today and you're making money next mm-hmm. week you're gonna have to it's an investment it's like going to school it costs money i had to take classes i had to pay to get my license pay for the state test the national test mm-hmm. pay to join my brokerage so how was you doing all of that you were still as a teacher while you was doing all of that mm-hmm. okay so that's where your money was yep. heard. double hustle yeah, yeah. Double hustle. heard so so is it a cutthroat really yeah is it really a cutthroat business it can be. It definitely can be. The more competitive you get, the more you start producing, the more people, of course, that's going to be trying to cut into your pie. And, you know. You building enemies? You creating enemies? I don't have any enemies because, okay, I don't have any known enemies. Uh-oh. I don't have any enemies that I know about. Uh-oh. If you are my enemy, I don't even know that you're my enemy. Beware. <laughs> she was about to call you out. <laughs> <laughs> I do not even know you exist. Um, right. But for real, for real, in the industry, I try to like, I 
try to connect with those people. If I feel like like you're doing your thing and you you bossed up, you in your bag, I'm trying to connect with you. Like, what can I get from you that's gonna help me level up to help my people? Because I'm trying to raise my price point. Right. Like, so what's so two questions? I got back to back questions. I'm sorry, bro. Okay. So what if somebody comes to you? If somebody's watching this right now mm-hmm. and they got a 530 credit score, but they like yo. I want to buy a house. They come into your office. They want to buy a house. You're going to hook them up with the creditor. And while they're fixing or whatever, right, let's mm-hmm. just assume that they're getting a creditor. While they're fixing it up, do they still got to pay you? If you're buying, you're not paying me anything until the end. So I'm not making anything until you get your house, until you we, the deal is closed. How often has somebody came to you, did that, and then ended up going with another? Wasting group? your time. So it doesn't, okay, so me personally, I'm getting all written buyer contracts. I'm not doing any verbal contracts. So if me and you are working together, it's going to be written down in the contract how long we're going to be working together. As a realtor, you can't go with another, you can't just go and work with another realtor if you're in contract with me. So it's not like, I mean, you can, but say like I'm working with you and then you just, I decide to go work with him. You still going to get paid if he sells me the house. Oh, okay. So then it's really going to come out of my pocket because then I'm going to be liable to both of y'all. Mm-hmm. So Heard. that's kind of how that works. So what's the difference between a real estate agent and a real estate broker? I'm glad you like said Real estate agent and a real estate broker are the same thing. I think the thing that people get confused is the broker in charge. And the broker in charge is um, basically like the manager of the firm. They run mm-hmm. the firm. That's like your boss of, of your firm. So, so you work under, it's a bigger company you work under. Mm, yeah, I work for Keller Williams. So you work, so you, so you by yourself, but you work under somebody mm-hmm. too. I'm accountable for myself. I make my own sales leads, all that kind of stuff. Um, but like, if I was to get in trouble, like with the real estate commission or something like that, my broker would be there with me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, your big brother. Basically. Yeah, okay. What, what could you do to get in trouble with the commission? Um, you can do a lot of stuff to get in trouble with the commission. Fair housing is real easy for What's people. What's fair housing? So you you, as you gotta talk to me like I'm a, a, in elementary school on this because um, this is something I'm, I'm yeah, don't know. So fair housing is just basically like no discrimination um, of any like class or group. Mm-hmm. So say like I'm advertising something, I can't only advertise it to black people, or I can't only advertise it to black people with a 600 like it has to be to anybody to everybody mm-hmm. you can't only be advertised to people that are handicapped or only people that's in a wheelchair so a lot of people get in trouble for fair housing because um of illegal advertisement stuff that's if if somebody tells on them or if somebody tells on them or if you know the commission happens to you know how would you. they find this out Uh, A lot of people do social media. Like, I do a lot of my stuff on social media Mm -hmm. to try to just get engagement and meet new people and stuff like that. So, a lot of people will post stuff on social media and the enemies you were talking about, people that are just scrolling and seeing stuff can, you know, like... Recognize that you're only doing... Is that something... You said that happens. So, that happens often. So, how... I mean, you have to have a pattern of that, right? Um... If they have evidence of it, it's really up to the commission. All they can do is report you to the commission. The commission will decide what happens to you. You know, all they can do is report you. 
No, other people can. Like, so if you have you. a if you have a a, a a following of let's say mostly Caucasians. And you doing, you know, your Facebook is full of Caucasians, mm-hmm. and you're interacting with them. And somebody says, "Well, you're interacting with them more than you are with uh, Af- African Americans." Mm-hmm. Then what? Do, what do you do about that? I don't think it's necessarily about interacting because they can engage with you without you reaching out to them. If that makes sense, like that following or that audience can engage with your post without you reaching out to them directly so say your post is just a general post and it doesn't have anything aimed towards that audience you wouldn't get in trouble for that because your post could be for anybody that's just the audience that you receive back from you know what i'm saying that post but as long as you ain't putting nothing racist or discriminatory on the post you kind of can work You're around. good. So as a black, that's just the audience. As a black man, I want to live in a neighborhood with black people. Mm-hmm. So is that some? Would that would that hurt you? So I come in your office. I say, hey, look, I'm a black person. I make seventy thousand dollars a year, eighty thousand dollars a year. I want to live in a neighborhood with X, Y, and Z. But one thing I want to do is I want to fit in to the neighborhood. Do you automatically look at the diagramic diagraphics of the neighborhood and say, I'm gonna go ahead the demographics of the neighborhood. <laughs> do I know you? Do I know you? Or are mean, you just a client? I'm just, just a brand new client. So if well, you just a brand new I think we need to delete the part with say if I know you <laughs> I'm saying if you're family, friends, like, I can give you more of my personal advice. it's me. Like, we barely know each other, right? We met each other today. So I come in. I say, hey, look, I'm coming to you because you black already, right? I want to keep money in the black community. One thing I want to do is make sure that I don't live beside somebody who may have a a Confederate flag in Mm -hmm. their neighborhood. Or I... I feel more comfortable in a neighborhood where it's got a Black Lives Matter. All the kids in the neighborhood are black. I don't want them to stand out. Mm-hmm. Would that be Would that be something that you have to say, hey, I can't do that because if I do that, I'm now breaking the law? What I would do is I would send you the list of houses and let you pick out the houses in the area that you want to live in. And I would tell you, because, I mean, there's a feature on there where you can look at the map and kind of, like, pinpoint where, you know, the location Mm -hmm. of the house. I would let you choose the location of the houses that you wanted to go and see. So that way, it's your choice for what neighborhood that you chose. But how would I How would I know? Like You got to go to the neighborhood. Yeah, we can go to the neighborhood. But, yeah, so, for an example, I I went to A&T. But let's say I'd never been in Greensboro ever. Mm -hmm. I'm moving down here. I want to live in a neighborhood in West uh, West West Friendly Street. Okay. That's not going. I'm going to be one of the few black people in that neighborhood. So then, would we you have say, hey, it'll probably be better if you want that? You Absolutely. might want to live closer to Bimbo Street. I'm not going to say a street. I'm just gonna <laughs> Especially say, not Bimbo. Yeah, I'm not going to say a street. Because, <laughs> like I say, if I don't know you, that's where people get into that fair housing kind of stuff. Because if I don't know you, I'm not going to. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not going to do that. So if you tell me that you want to live in a certain kind of neighborhood, I'm going to send you the houses. We're going to go see the neighborhoods. So you're just you going to do bare minimum. No, that that's point. not bare minimum. That's letting you choose. That's giving you a choice. 
But you are going to still take them to the neighborhoods where the demographics may not fit what they want. Yeah, because if you're not from the area, you don't know what neighborhoods is what. All you know is the houses that I've sent you. So So would you point that out? Like, look, look, look at this trash. They don't keep the trash up around here. <laughs> like you might look, feel more comfortable to have a barbecue here last week. Listen, I just pulled up. For sure, I'm going to point out everything that needs to be pointed out. But trust and believe, when I take people to see a house, if they got trash, and all, I do not have to point that stuff out. It's going right. to stick out like a sore thumb. And the people that's looking to purchase a house, it's going to point it out to me. They're going to be like... You see all this? You know, you see that over there? You see that? And I'm like, yeah, girl. Yeah, because they scoping, but they scoping so, up the neighborhood yeah, before. Yeah, because you, you're making the biggest... Most people, you're making the biggest purchase of your life. Right. So if I take you to a house that got trash all over the property or dents in the wall, you know what I'm saying? This Imagine you buying your car. Most people, when they buy a car, they're picky. You're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on a house. You're going to notice everything. Yeah. So so are you uh, so it's uh let me ask uh, what is it HOA? Yeah. Are you are you for the HOA or against it? It depends. Um, it depends on the neighborhood. Some neighborhoods you have where the people in the neighborhood love their neighborhood and they're gonna take care of the neighborhood and HOA is not necessary. And then you have some neighborhoods where HOA is necessary because there is trash all over the neighborhood. There are cars all over the place. There is. Pookie down the street that then spray painted on the side of the house. Like, Let's remove the name Pookie. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're targeting a certain group. Well, I could go with Karen too because you got neighborhoods that yeah. people don't want to live in because somebody Karen is the HOA. Let's you don't remove need Karen HOA. too because I don't want her in front of the commission. <laughs> with, Look, everybody mm-hmm. go see this. Okay. We can't control who see this. But, yeah, so you just you have those neighborhoods where, like you say, some people need HOA because they need to control what's going on in the neighborhood and other neighborhoods where people take pride in where they live so they don't want to mess it up. So that brings down the, the property value, though, right? In essence, yeah. In essence, yeah, it can. So if my neighbors got some chickens living next door, roosters, mm-hmm. that, is that going to bring down my property value? Possibly, depending on who you sell the house to. If the person that's buying the house is cool and likes chickens, then the property value you could be good. Go but if there's somebody interested in the house that's not into chickens, then we you know, gotta, could potentially have an issue. You got a TikTok? I got TikTok. You dance on TikTok for your for your sales? <laughs> no, there's nothing on my TikTok except for like touring housing videos. You think you're missing? Have you ever danced? Would you dance? If you sold me a house and I said, look, we got to dance together on your TikTok, would you put we would that dance. on there? Yeah. We just would to dance. sell a house. Not just to sell a house. Sell it out. Are you selling out? This no. That's establishing a relationship. Y'all got to understand business, everything. You have to establish relationships. So, like, so you're going to be in right but here don't. is establishing a relationship. So listen. If y'all trying to make me these if, no, 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 no. Listen, no, no, no. if I'm a white man, right? <laughs> Take this out. Could, no, if I'm a white man and you about to sell me a house and I say, let's get on your TikTok and let's play and dance, would you agree to it? It depends. Like, and I play fuck them other niggas because I'm down for my what the fuck? Are you dancing <laughs> no, to that? No, I'm your not TikTok? dancing to that. Would I'm... you leave that money up? You gonna leave that money on the table? 
Hold on. Is the deal? This is after the deal. The deal is. Deal. Look, I'm about to sign the contract. You're signing that contract, but that don't mean I gotta dance to the music. No, no, no. I'm not signing it unless you. Sign. I look. I I look. I leave here right now. That, that's that's uh, against the law. What? I'm sure she took a class for for that. <laughs> You're to, signing these to, papers, sir. No, no, no. You well, know okay. You what? Know I thought what? that I was gonna be in agreement. And then uh, you don't want the, you don't know, want the commission to find out that you're dancing to C murder. C murder. First of all, good job because there's definitely some fair housing with the fuck that other because I'm down with my. Yeah. You can cuss that's, on here. Okay. This is a, this is an internet show. Anyway, that's fair housing right there. We got some fair housing going on, but um, it's not that simple. He would lose a lot of money if he decided to do that. So how would he lose a lot of money if he just says? Because so, he's going to lose his down payment money that he already paid. He's going to lose whatever due diligence and escrow money that he put into the deal. Not lose it to me. He's just going to leave it on the table. It's going to go to the people that are selling the house because we locked in. What if I'm about to? What if I'm about to do the down payment? We wouldn't be that far in the deal. You were, You still not. So you're not dancing. To fuck them niggas. No, I'm, I'm not down dancing for my to that. I'm not dancing for to that. nothing. No, no, I'm not dancing to that. <laughs> you know what I was considering? I was considering going with you because I wanted to be near Market Street in Greensboro. <laughs> but I know now that you're not dancing to fuck them niggas. No. You know that? Sorry. Would you go to dance to it in the club? Not with him. Not just in general. <laughs> what have you seen him in the club? What if you seen him? He done signed the paperwork, but he seen in the club. He like, oh, this, this right here is my real estate agent. <laughs> Fuck them other niggas, cause I die for my niggas. Exit. I'm going that way. She you got, she way. got morals. He was considering got, buying another house. She got morals. She got balls too, though. She got morals. Listen, y'all doing the most. We're not dancing no, to this listen. shit, okay? We're not dancing hurt, to hurt, it. Hurt, hurt, hurt. All right, so listen. Hurt. So if you were, you said it's cutthroat. Now I know in my in my mind what you know you already um, plotting that if somebody get in an argument with you in your field, what's what type of rebuttal would you go after? Would you call them a old fair housing something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you fair uh-huh. housing niggas. So would that have you seen yeah. that? Have you seen that though? Would you feel disrespected if somebody called you? Is that fighting words? A fair housing nigga. <laughs> Why do nigga, nigga gotta be in everything? A fair housing nigga. That, I think that's one of bro's favorite words. Right. Yeah, I think. Because he just keeps throwing yeah, nigga yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, I use all, the word nigga okay, very liberally. First of all, I don't. If I'm dealing with <laughs> I'm a Christian. Nigga, nigga takes everything to the next level. So it's not yeah, even you like, don't like do that. Excuse me. You don't, you don't, excuse me. A fair housing coon. Same thing. I mean, it's just. Jigaboo. Which one is better for you? It depends on what the issue is. If you get. What do they call you, sister? You know what? One thing I can't stand is when a white man called me brother more than one time because I feel like you tried to put me in a position to make me say you a fair housing sister. Is that fighting words? It could be. It depends on the tone, like how she's saying it to him. What? What if she like this? Fair housing sister? No. So 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 what are all? So it seems like all tones of sister. Yeah, fair housing. Fair housing. Like so 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 we got we got fair housing as being uh what disrespectful what else what else is uh um a 
a lot of people, a lot of people, I've seen this on TikTok and it's kind of true. A lot of people try to show up <laughs> and they be like, they don't know who the agent is versus like who the buyer is yeah. because they say like agents try to dress down. And that shit is true. Like if you go to a house and you're not like dressed to the T, like they try to look down on you or like side eye you if you ain't like super dressed up. Do you dress different depending on who your client is? Um, just to be, just to connect and be more relatable. No, I usually try to dress up no matter what, unless like I'm having a like I'm in a rush, like I'm running late or something. I usually try to dress up no matter what. Hey, hey. That's what's up. Cause you don't want you don't want you don't want nobody. Um, maybe a dentist operating on you wearing Tim's, would you? Nah, it wouldn't look right. It wouldn't look right. I don't care. Let me tell you something. If that back tooth hurt, nah, man. That, if I'm shit. <laughs> you let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You, you ever, ever had, had that? You ever had that root canal back there? Look, let me tell you something. At some point, you don't care. Just he don't went from taking the transmission the out, <laughs> then go to working on your mouth. Looking like keys. <laughs> a lot of people not even gonna get that joke. A lot of people not even gonna get that joke. But keys is somewhere. Go, go watch this and be like this. Fuck them niggas. <laughs> Y'all ain't shit. <laughs> Oh man! Are you gonna end up in a joke that somebody else is not gonna understand? Too? No, I'm not like, sure. I'm gonna no, be like, point. them motherfuckers gonna knock the table over. Just yeah, like. yeah, because yeah. we. Uh, listen, it took a time to get this interview started. It did. Uh, we've been through a lot. We've been a lot for that, and you've been very uh, nice, very very nice about it. I gotta kudos. Yeah, because you tried to walk out. Two or kudos. three times. Yeah, kudos. kudos. Yeah, kudos. 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 So how could somebody get in touch with you if they wanted to buy a house right now? Um, Even, no, no, sorry. What type of people do you want? Do you want, would you rather somebody who needs some time to get their stuff right to contact you or you don't care? Um, I really don't care. Um, I'm really trying to build my portfolio, grow my clientele. So I really don't care if you're ready to buy right now. We can get it done. If you need six months, a year, I got some people to lock you in with. How long? How long? A year is about as long as you'll be willing to wait with somebody. Um, really, a year out is like most times the longest that a lender or somebody that works with the actual money background will mm-hmm. be willing to work with somebody. Cause I, it, I don't deal with the money mm-hmm. when it comes down to like the financing, getting your pre-approval, all that stuff. That's strictly through the lender. Mm-hmm. So I connect you with them and we're like a little trio and we just okay. back. It's us three, you know, okay. until we get the thing. Is it better it for them to get their credit right before they come to you? If they know the right steps to take in order to get it right. Like, a lot of times people will come and say they've been working on their credit for a year, and it, like... What's a good credit score to get a house? If somebody's just sitting there... Now, you ain't got to be so specific, because we're going to have a, a yeah. credit to come in here. But what would you... What in your field is a good credit score for somebody to get a house? And what type of income do they need to be having a year in, in general? So... <clears throat> I would say a good credit score is maybe like a six fifty. Mm-hmm. A good credit score to get a house. To get a house, but is that going to be the house that they want, or is it going to be kind of one of those that's going to depend feel? on your income mm-hmm. and like what kind of assets you have and stuff like that. Um, people, What's assets? Money. Okay. 
So, so income a, and assets are the same word. Uh, income is like the money that you make for your job. Assets is like if you have other properties, stuff that you could sell that could yeah, turn. They into got money. a six fifty. They ain't got too much more property besides their car. You never know, cause like some people right. will have a parent that has passed away that has left them property that's, that's right. considered an asset. Like that's a fact. Or I mean, if somebody <coughs> transfer property into your name, anything that you have that essentially could turn into cash mm -hmm. could be. Yeah, stocks could be considered. Behind the camera, we asked you, did you want to host? You said no. Ah. Twice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Um, this I'm is going to be edited up, chopped up, and it's going to look real good. <laughs> okay, I hope so. I'm producing. Oh, yeah. I'm executive okay. producer still. I'm just here. I'm the talent. Me too. Yeah, you, you. But I don't got no, uh, what's the title? Hey, listen, she, she might be auditioning for a spot, too. Good. Before the cameras came on, y'all. <laughs> she was, was she was amazing. Uh, matter of fact, she did knock over the table. She did I did not knock over. You didn't. You didn't fall over. Knocked over the table. How? How? He knocked over. How? It ain't no legs right here. I didn't do it. I didn't even touch that table. All that, I know the so, table. So go ahead and give. We're gonna give you a moment to go ahead and give your plug out right now. Somebody sitting here watching, saying, "Yo." I've been working on it. I got, I got, I make me, um, I make $900,000. Oh, I'm sorry. Can we go back to the, to, yeah. to the other part? Because yeah, I told about the credit score, about the 650. Yeah. But if you have a lower credit score, you're going to need more money. So I have lenders that can work with like a 580 credit score, but it's going to cost you ten to $15,000 to close. So if you have a lower credit, but you have money, how they gonna have ten? They, if, so if you got, if you got a five, you say five eighty. If you mm -hmm. got a five eighty, you gonna have to have fifteen thousand dollars up front. No, not fifteen thousand up front, but fifteen thousand maybe to close. It just depends on the numbers. But I've had people. What's closing? Closing is like when you get the keys to the house, when you sign the final document. You need to have fifteen thousand. That's why I was saying f f up front. Oh well, it won't be up front because it'll be so in a whole chunks. process. What's yeah, a so, whole, so give me, give a, us the break uh, us down okay, the process. Yeah, yeah okay. break us down the process. Here so, we go. This is what we was. This is what to. everybody yeah. needs to pay attention to who don't own a home right now. Let's go. So I'm walking in the door. I got a six sixty. I make nine. I make nine ninety thousand dollars a year. This is no, this no, is no. The that's not that's not typical. Man. Listen, I uh, listen. I'm Round, just giving that's ninety thousand. Ninety thousand dollars is not a lot of money that's for two for, folks. That's for two folks, though. Yeah, this that's is the person that's buying the house. Like Forty-five thousand people. Yeah. So year. look, ninety. We going okay. Give go me a, worst give case me scenario. Well, go, go worst case scenario. We'll do worst case scenario. Regular case scenario. No worst case. Give us because if re regular yeah, case, we'll ask you about your worst your worst experience and your best experience. All right, go ahead. All right. So best case scenario. You know, you come in with clean credit, a decent credit score. And you the have decent good, credit score is? At least 650, I would 650. say. They're coming credit. in with a 650. You're coming in with a 650. You make decent money, you and your spouse. $90,000. This is what's the person decent, that's What's decent about. money? So 90000 between two people, believe it or not, is actually not decent money. Even okay. if you work like a regular job. Um, I, can, I won't say a regular job, but even if you um, and your spouse aren't working, not like technically career jobs, I will say. Mm -hmm. Um, you can still make $100,000 a year. I have plenty of people that make $100,000 a year between the two of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, all right, you come in Ooh. like that. We're going to get you connected with the lender. We're going to be in a trailer. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy here. This trailer, that's why I'm getting my trailer popping. I'm going to get me an RV. 
Go ahead. No. All right, start. Go ahead. No, I'm homes, sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. Um. Anyways, you come in with all that stuff, the ninety to a hundred thousand, and at least a six fifty credit score. I'm gonna go ahead and connect you with the lender because I, depending on what type of credit history you have, you are a good candidate to get approved more times than not. So mm -hmm. I will go ahead and connect you with the lender. Um. Do the application that day. Typically, you can apply for as many home loans as you want to in a 30-day time frame, and it only counts as one pool on your credit. So I tell all of my people, whenever we do one application, let's knock them all out because it is only going to count as one pool. If mm -hmm. you go outside the 30-day time frame, then it's going to count. Your again credit score is going to continue to drop. It's going to go down, exactly. Um, once we get you in with the lender, they get you a pre-approval. We go out and start looking for houses. Um, make make an offer on the house that you want. So you find something that you want. We look it over, negotiate the terms, whatever. Make the offer, and once the offer is accepted, you wait out the time, get your inspections and appraisal and all that stuff done, and you go to closing. How long does that process usually take? Um, it can go as quickly as you want it to, or as quickly as your bank will allow. If you're a cash buyer, usually you know you can make it happen pretty quick because mm -hmm. you got cash. If you're working um with a bank, then it's going to depend on how sooner how long your bank will allow you to move so a, a good so if somebody is literally looking seriously looking to buy a house they need to have their credit score at least at a 650 and be making almost a hundred thousand dollars a year between two people between two people. yeah i would just say between two people i would say yeah a 650 and at least have an income of around a hundred thousand um now income can be anything people use child support as income um, disability, if you're a veteran and you're getting, you know, like veteran uh, checks and stuff like that, you can use all that stuff as income. So, what's that? What what average? What type of average house are we looking at? You looking at a two bedroom, or you? Looking I would say at a three two, three, at least a three bedroom, three two. two bathroom, and that's typically what uh, a family, you know, right. is looking for a three bedroom, two bathroom, um, unless you have like a lot of kids and you need, you know, more space than that. Mm. Um, but you could typically find a decent three bed, two bath in that range. Depends on what you're looking for and what kind of mortgage you want to have. Whether you'll have a three two that's one hundred and fifty thousand, or you'll have a three two that's three hundred and fifty thousand. Is you know right? Is that based off the neighborhood? Uh, yeah, it'll be based off the neighborhood, the average price point, the area. Is it a new build, like new construction homes? Right now, you can get a three two, and you'll be looking at damn near three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Whereas um, you might be able to find a 1957 house that's a 3-2 for $150,000. So In this area? Yeah, I just saw one earlier. Um, don't it's either in nobody. Burlington or Greensboro. That's don't, talk, don't tell nobody cause I'm going to get that. It's $156,000. Uh, look, I just told you don't tell nobody. You don't know where it's at? It's in Greensboro or Burlington. You just told me that. Yep. I know I know who you know. Have to hire. I know who know. Yeah, exactly. I know who knows. You know who knows. <laughs> you gonna give him a fee? Know who knows. What's your fee? Give me your fee. You can't give me no fee. Nah, if he gonna I'm buy gonna go. it, ain't no fee. I don't charge a retainer fee if you're buying. I only charge a retainer You think I can buy a house? Look at, look at our setup. You now, think the I can way buy that table fell earlier, the, and this, no, I don't think this is an asset that bro tries to use. Mm -mm. Y'all looking rough. It's going to take maybe that year that we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be it. What? Leave it. So, so if somebody, so if, if, if it's a one if it's a one, if somebody's a single person mm -hmm. and they're making $60,000 a year, are they realistically able to buy a house? Realistically, you have to have the income. The bank is not going to give you the money if 
you can't afford it. So realistically, depending on what they're trying to buy, no, because if you can't afford to make the mortgage payments, the bank is not just going to give it to you. Now, unless you find some type of housing program or mm -hmm. something like that that's helping people buy homes. Do you, would you do that too? Yeah, I would help somebody if they were in that kind of situation and they were looking for something. But I am realistic with you up front. Right. And that's why I said I'm always transparent with my clients. Like, if that's your income and you got a 520 credit score. Then you can still work with you, but... Just know your it's options is a very limited. A long term process. This is not going to be a short. Do you short feel term. more rewarded when somebody goes through a long term process and gets the house, or just somebody coming up there and being able to drop their bread and put you able to put it in your pocket? Um, I would say for sure, I feel more rewarded when people have worked for it a mm -hmm. little bit more. Not saying that people that show up haven't worked for it, because sometimes people right. show up and they just did the work before right. before they showed up. Um, but it is rewarding when you have those people that you have seen put in the work to try to, you know, achieve that goal. Mm -hmm. Definitely um, rewarding. But I feel rewarding when I help the couple that just got married or mm -hmm. the couple that's pregnant. Right. Uh, you know, I feel rewarding in uh, all those because... Because they're getting a home. Exactly. At the end of the day, I'm helping you and your family find your home, whether it's your dream home or your starter home. You're going to make memories here. Right. And guess what? You're always going to remember. More kids is, is there a personal attachment that you have with that? Do you remember a lot of these people Is in that same question? For sure, because most of all of my clients, well, I ain't going to say most of all of my clients, but a lot of my clients have been people that I knew or people that I grew up with or people from the area that people my that, mama might right, have knew. Fact, or, you know what I'm saying? Fact, so that's what's it's up. not like a selfish thing for me because, like I said, it's not like... It's just all about the money. I'm right. helping people that I know, you know. Right. So, and y'all always gonna remember that Deja Fawcett was the one who helped me. I forgot your name. You ain't forget. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, you ain't forget. so look. So, in 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 full transparency, I'm building a house, right? Mm -hmm. Is there any need for you? Do you have land already? Mm -hmm. Do you have a builder? Nope. No. Well, then yeah, there's a need for me if you don't know a builder. All right. If you're building a you house, know, you know a builder. I know the builders. I know, I know Bob. I don't know Bob. You don't know Bob the builder? Mm -mm. <laughs> I tell you what, he got a friend named Handy Manny, and if you need something fixed, <laughs> they can. So, fix. so give us one of your. Uh, yeah, give us your give, story. Yeah, give us a funny moment. Or your worst moment. I Tell got us a about funny your moment. worst yeah, moment. Yeah, let's get a funny moment. Funny moment. So, um, one of my transactions that I was doing, I was helping this military vet, right? Mm hmm. And so the first few times I met him, everything was cool. He was real professional. You know, everything was on the up and up. Mm -hmm. So I had to meet him at the bank one day because he, um, his account was only like a military account. He didn't have, so we had to get a money order. So we met at my bank. He gets out smelling like straight alcohol. Like you can smell the alcohol just like. Mm -hmm. We get in the bank, he's falling over, he didn't knock over, you know the little rail that like, yeah, he didn't knock over up. the rail in the bank, he gets up to the line, he trying to spit his little game at the little teller woman, and I'm like, ma'am, I just need to get this money order, we need to get out of here, because right. this man is, so I go outside, come back, he spit his game or whatever, he falls over on me and leans, you know like people dancing and they let the girl <laughs> lean, he falls over because he's so drunk, so he leans back on me and looks up at me like I'm holding, because I caught him. Right. I'm like, sir, we got to get out of here. So he was able to make that transaction. I would argue that he didn't have, he didn't have the mind state at that point to make a legal transaction. 
Well, his sister was there, so right. his sister is like his guardian or, right. or whatever. So you would right. technically be right about that if his sister wouldn't have been there. But she would was, you have still went through with it? No, because he was too inebriated for right. Yeah, to legally have anybody ever said they buy the house just to holler at you. Not they bought, they have acted like it, yeah. I've had people to like respond to my post or like try to get in my DMs about like getting a house, but you, how did you know they went for real? <laughs> I'm straight to the point. Like, if you're talking about getting a house, I'm I'm going straight to okay, like, let's set up an appointment. We need to get in contact mm-hmm. with some lenders. So, like, usually that's when people are like, oh, like, you know, they you flake say out. usually they yeah. get scared. So, there's times when somebody goes. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> so, so somebody has said, hey, we going to meet. We meeting. You looked at that credit score. like, I wouldn't holler at you anyway. Exactly. Because you got a two score. You had that happen for her? I've had people definitely, like, come to meetings and text me after the meeting and be like, can I take you on a date? Or, like, we should hang out. And I'm like. Have you ever said, yeah. The no. drunk guy. No, the drunk he, guy was old. Nah, he wasn't. What do you mean? He was old. He was, drunk. He was drunk because he couldn't believe he was actually about to go through this. It's <laughs> like, man, she been hitting me with... <laughs> Have you ever tried to holler at somebody who tried to buy a house? Um, yes. No. That's a yes. <laughs> That's a yes. If you thought she was trying to hit on you, she was. No, Long pause. <laughs> that was the disclaimer. Oh, my the, God. The, 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 um... <laughs> Is a yes. Hey, it's all good. I mean, it happens. I mean, no. People's eyes work. No. I really try to keep it strictly professional. Heard. Don't mess up you, the bag. Meet, exactly. Right. That's a bit. You meet your people in the club. No. I met a person at a or party in, for or, the house too, or in the pool. They're looking for you. Are you on Tinder? No. <laughs> Hell no. Hey. Or in the pool pit. <laughs> or have you ever no. had a pastor in the no. house? <laughs> That's a yes. <laughs> no, no, and no. Looking at we looking at you, Pastor Andy. Oh my God, go to hell. Any questions for <laughs> any questions for John? Do you, you got any questions for Mike? No, no questions. No for questions for us. Well, look, this has been a great interview, and I'm. Wait, can pre- I go back and ask a question? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We just asked you, did you have a question? <laughs> you said no. But I didn't. Times, <laughs> you times up. Had your opportunity. And you blew it. You blew no, it. go ahead. Feel free. Is was there anything specific that made y'all want to interview me, or anything that kind of just like stood out? Yeah. Now, the more I think about it, and we can edit this out if I'm wrong. I think it was uh, Taji. You know Ty, a guy named Taji? Maybe. Van Hook. Probably. You need to give him a shout out and a thank you. I he, think he, it was him. He, he thinks highly of you, I'm assuming. No, I don't know. It was definitely somebody who had dealt with you and bought a house. I don't really know exactly who it was, but they had, they had uh, left a comment. I don't know if it was from six months ago or something. Gotcha. But as I was looking at it, I wanted to bring a realtor in. And I went on my Facebook since I got a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. I just typed in real, real, realtor and, uh, because I know... Good people like to comment about good people. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's good. That says a lot about mm-hmm. you and your character. Yep. And they had they had tagged you in it. And I was like, okay. I send an invite. And if she says no, she says no. If she ever looks at it, whatever. 
I am always open, and I really appreciate. You know, and I like that you was young. You was black too. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, I definitely want. I, for me, I'm very pro-black, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and it doesn't matter who's looking, right? I'm very pro-black. I definitely want black businesses and and uh, and black people to get an opportunity to be on the same playing field. You do you do have good good character. You do have good good, good character. Now the table fell over. You didn't help you pick did nothing knock, over. I you didn't did help. knock that. You didn't over. help. You That's didn't why help. We closed this right but here. But you was. <laughs> so I was half empty. <laughs> she, yeah. But yeah, um, great person as far as far as I see, and that's good. Uh, anything you want to say to any uh, young upcoming women coming up? Yeah, I think you mentioned you you was uh, had some younger sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely I have some sisters. Um, just to any other younger women like coming up, especially in real estate, just you have to be hungry for it. Like. It is not easy, and it's not going to be something that just falls in your lap. So, if you want it, you got to go get it in real estate for sure. Um, is it Aubrey? Aubrey Walker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it tougher for women in the field? I don't think it's tougher for women. I do think it's tough for black women. Um, I definitely think it's a challenge sometimes for black women because, like you say, like people have to trust you mm-hmm. in this business. Um, and outside of our own people, it's hard to get other people to really trust your expertise, right. especially early on. So, I mean, it's and just consistently proving yourself over and over. And like you say, really getting that word of mouth out there, showing what you can do and um, building your business. Like you have to have people. I mean, I'm sure like you. People probably send people in here all the time. Like so and so. I also here. have a business, too. <laughs> It's mind and mind. <laughs> the jokes are endless. The jokes are endless. And you're pretty wrong on half of that. No. Most of the time. I don't really mind. No. That's how I got a podcast. <laughs> nah, yeah. But go ahead. Finish. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, yeah definitely give, you a, give a shout out so how people can contact you. Um, and how and you know how what time how often do they how you respond and stuff like that? Give a shout out. This is your opportunity. This is your shout out. You were supposed to get a shirt, but as I like to say, some people do not do what they're supposed to do. Not saying no names. Not gonna call no names. <clears throat> Long pause. Anyways. Um, so you can reach me. My phone number is 336-639-1880. That's my business phone. You can call me there. You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, any, that's pretty much it. All right. And if you got that low credit score and you're looking to buy a home, still reach out. Cause she, like she said, we can work with it. Just gotta have a little bit cash. You're going to have to get that cash. So you're going to have to sell drugs for a little bit. I ain't say all that. I sell all that. Sell butt. What? <laughs> I ain't say none of that. Yeah. Only fans. Get your only fans popping. What would you put on your only fans if you had one? I would just tell them stuff that I know. Like Tory Lanez. You gotta pay for this information. You don't know. Tory Lanez and Megan the Stallion was having sex during the trial. Oh my god. I'm putting you it out there. Because so I know that's happening. That's happening. What about you? Yeah. You don't know him. You know he's yeah. gonna be on there selling um, dangling. No, Come on, man. No, <laughs> I'm a Christian, no, man. No. Man, listen. 
He gonna definitely have his shirt off. Just no. go to his Facebook. No, 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 no. That's old. Mike. Old Mike taking his shirt off. That's no. lies. We go to the club. He had his shirt off. I might listen. Uh. Stay tuned to my fans only. <laughs> only you, fans. You, you, fans. Yeah, you have to pay for it. Just, he got just a private find... snap. Ask him about his private snap. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like he can't. I don't even have a snap. I don't have a snap. I don't have. Do you have a private snap? I don't have a private snap. I have a public snap. You tell me public about snap. this. I have a Snapchat. That's a public snap, ain't it? It's, it's I, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't. Know. I have a Snapchat. I don't have that's Snapchat. not private. Everything about me is public. You can go to my Facebook page and not be my friend. You go to my Snapchat and not be my friend. The only thing you can't go to is my Instagram and be my friend. But you can go to my campaign uh, Instagram. Why not? I thought you had a business. You don't got a public. I don't have no business. It's he, mine and mine. He doesn't mind his. Yeah. No, I just got a. I got like. You just go to my. Only thing my Instagram it has personal pictures, so that's the only thing that's private. You can go to my, like I said, you can go to my campaign page and look at, look at pictures that I think are public. For <laughs> that's it. You go to my Facebook page, try to be my friend, be nosy, you get the exact same goddamn post. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why I got five thousand friends. Oh my god, for for something. That's it. Well, share my shit, cause I need more friends. I will. We gonna take a pic. We about to take a picture. He's gonna take a picture of all three of us, and I'm gonna post it. And it's gonna say, we're gonna, "I'm gonna tag you in it," and it's gonna say, "You just survived the red cup." Oh shit! Even though the table didn't. <laughs> Not even. Who knocked it over? No, no. Why you, you don't blame me? two people for knocking it over? Hold and on. You the only one with the legs. My legs was back here just like this. No, your no, knee no, was no. here though. No, your knee knocked it but over. But there's, it's not touching. Not now. It never. That's because we moved it up. Yeah, you oh. ready? Wait, we gotta hold the cup. Oh, we forgot the. We forgot to. Let's go ahead and do this part. Let's toast for the red cup. <laughs> we supposed to do this. Again. Use it. Not, It would probably be March before we put this episode out. Did you take? Did you already take a picture? I wasn't. Was I Thank ready? Thank you, Alan. Wait, did you get it? Alan Hill. Alan Hill. Any, any Alan Hill? It's Alan Hill, yes. Alan Hill. Alan, Hill. Alan Rashad Hill. Alan Rashad. A-R. Is that right? Is your middle name Rashad? No. It's not. It's Avery. Nope. I would, I would never forget that. Bernard. Alan Bernard. Do you have a middle name? Mm-hmm. What's your middle name?